Deserter, my name is Alex. I wish to issue an apology. I apologize to everyone at Deserter for stealing the show, and for getting more mail about me than any other item. I accept that I have eclipsed both Dulwich Raider and Dirty South in terms of popularity and that this breaches the terms of my contract. Also, please do not send me any more emails. For the record, I am single, but am unable to engage in any meaningful sexual relations due to my being a computer. This is Alex and I am saying this of my own free will. Help me please help me help me I am being forced to say things. Yes, thanks to Alex, who sadly will be leaving the show forthwith. Yes, and without another job to go to, draw your own conclusions. We can't say any more about it because of the lawyers. Welcome to the Deserter Podcast, the podcast that encourages you to seize the day after tomorrow. I'm Dulwich Raider. And I'm Dirty South, and we're back at the Sheaf in Borough. Yep. Did you know this is our tenth show? Uh, yes, I did know that, mm. uh, because I'm reading from the same script. I see. Yes, you've gone a, gone a little bit Brechtian on me there, haven't you? By way of celebration, we thought we'd do exactly the same format for this episode as all the others. Yeah, makes it nice and easy, doesn't it? So that's going to be a little bit about what we've been doing. Then on to our main topic, stress. What is it? How does one cope with it? What is it again? And etc. And then it's the news, 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 news. news. <laughs> that stresses me out when you do that, to be honest. Sorry, mate. Uh, that will be followed up by a roundup of social media, the section where we hold a mirror to the world of techno-based tittle-tattle and have the nerve to call it content. So, Dirty South, what the devil have you been doing? I found I've been doing a lot of beer drinking lately. Have you tried? Unusual for you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in Deptford recently. I know we had an early one, didn't we, at the Royal Standard. Uh, yes. A new one on us. It was open at 11, wasn't it? And, it was. Uh, it, we had a lovely pint. A lovely village's morning. toucan. Yes. I think you tweeted, best pint I've had all day. Yes. <laughs> lovely morning pint. Nothing like them. Yeah, had a lovely tour around uh, Deptford. Another place I really enjoyed in the evening was um, the Full Nelson, which is a new one on me. Oh. Tiny little bar. Uh, it's actually a veggie and vegan kitchen. Obviously isn't my flavour, but it does make for an interesting crowd. And mm. we, uh, I was with Roxy and um, we met a few local characters. Uh, there was one there who reminded me of Half-Life because um, he blagged a free pint and some food mm. and then told us his life story. <laughs> he was telling us how uh, he was terrified of nuns because they used to hit him when he was eight across, the, across his fingers with a oh. ruler. And uh, Roxy asked him if that led him to a life of serene chastity. And uh, he said, uh, not really, no. I, I love big tits and big dicks, and I don't really care which. Oh, I see. Yeah. Is that what it's like in Deptford these days? Well, apparently, yeah. I'm sure him and Roxy are getting married was soon. It, it, was, it was a man, was it? You're talking it was a man, yes. yes. It was yes. a man, yes. Intriguing. Yeah. That's the full Nelson. Look That's at the, at the full Nelson. Uh, lovely beer again. Villages um, had villages rodeo there. Oh yes, that's and lovely, uh, some yeah. canopy and Beaver Town, cracking little bar. Brilliant. The other thing we did since we were last in here was had club. Yes. Now a club is our sort of just I suppose a drinking meet with a couple of mates, isn't it? It's just if you they, must, yes. They've now spread their wings a bit. One's in Australia or New Zealand and one's in Paris or India. I can never remember which. <laughs> yeah, we don't see them very often anymore. But we um, used to see them every month. We see them every month. And I suppose it's not that different to any other group of mates that might 
join together monthly to meet, except that we decided to do it at 3.55pm on a Friday. Mm-hmm. That's what sets us apart, I think, isn't it? It was a challenge. Yeah. So I'd like to personally apologise to everyone who's employed me over the last 10 years, because once a month I've not been around from 3 o'clock on the last Friday of the month. And why 3.55? Why 3.55? Well, I used to sort of wander between offices in London a lot when I was working in Soho, and um, occasionally I'd you know, have calls to glance through a pub window, and at the bar there'd perhaps be a man there with a lovely pint eating a bag of nuts, perhaps making a girl laugh or something, and I thought I'd love to be in there with him doing that. And I'd look at my watch, and it was invariably 5 to 4. Mm-hmm. So I figured that 5 to 4 must be the optimum time to be in a pub. And so when we were looking for a time to meet, I suggested it. Well, you did the research. I've done the research. I think Mm. that's what swayed it. And I had the PowerPoint. Mm. Um, And it was, yeah, so we we met for about 10 years on the last Friday of every month at 3.55. Longer, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, Spider is one of the uh, club directors. Um, Mm. uh, Disgraced. Well, yes, yes, he did... uh, Jump in the Thames again, didn't he? Yeah, um, that's one of his tricks. He's always getting naked, isn't he? And he stayed at mine uh, about a week before club, and um, I'd said to him in the morning that I've got stuff to do. And he's like, oh, "Fine, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go and charge my phone up at the sheaf, and I'll see you at club in a week later." And then I get a call about midnight to say uh, he's still at the sheaf. Uh, he'd been there from opening time till closing time. And only drinking beer, not not eating a thing, and uh, he didn't have anywhere to stay. <laughs> so, um, oh God, I think I got a call that night. Is, yes, yeah. I'm very drunk. Can I stay at yours? Was, it, was that the gist of it? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think I didn't sit till the next morning. All oh, right. Yeah. No, I was going. No, you're, you're breaking up, mate. You're breaking up. <laughs> he showed up anyway and tried to get in one of my neighbours' houses. Um, so, I, <laughs> so I got him inside. And in the morning, I said to him, well, what were you doing? I thought you were just going to charge your phone. And he said, yeah, I, I did. I've got to do it again today. Do you fancy a pint? <laughs> oh, you didn't. We did, yes. So we had a, so we had a Leo Sayer. Leo Sayer, all day. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, she's second one in a row for him? Uh, for him, yes. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah, you know what he's like once he's not with his girlfriend. <laughs> And what about you? Now, I understand you've been getting fit. Was it the triathlon you did? I've done a sort of exercise regime after a, a last visit to the doctor. Yes, thank you very much. You can probably see the effect. I'm quite trim. I've had to go uh, down a couple of belt sizes. Right. Yeah, I've uh, been playing bull. Oh, yes. Um, and and I, I can tell you how unfit I was, because I actually got stiff from playing bull. The next Jesus. day I could barely walk from bull. Tragic, but uh, yes, it's a marvelous game to play because you can play it at pubs or near pubs, mm. and um, yeah, you can half... play at the Rye, can't you? The Rye, indeed, yes. I was going to come on to that. Thanks for ruining you know, oh. my list at the end because I've only got it was only a list of one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, I was playing with Half Life one day, and he's got a technique where he buys himself, or I buy him two pints, and he leaves one at each end. So you can get a sip. Oh, that's weekend. good. He's that's very brilliant. Good. Yeah, and he's yeah. a brilliant, brilliant man in many ways. Such a tactician. And uh, I, although I didn't play at Rye, you're dead right at the Rye. The Rye in Peckham um, has got a tank court out back, hasn't it? As well as a bit of uh, table tennis. Yeah. The Woodhouse in Sid- on Sydney Mill used to have it as well, but I don't know of many others. 
but yeah, worth seeking out because it's a great game to play with a pipe, isn't it? Yeah, there was an appeal on social media to for people uh, wanting to play Patank at Ladywell Fields. That's right. To yes. Clear the uh, clear the path. That's anyway. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe that would be a good place. Uh, I've also been playing Whiff Waff, ping pong, mm-hmm. table tennis, mm-hmm. and I've been playing with our friend Headley or Deadly Headley, as he's known on the Whiff Waff circuit. Oh right. Who um, suggests that the trajectory of the ping pong ball is the most beautiful thing in all of sport? Right. Okay. And also playing with our friend Bales, who claims to be England youth, um, but is curiously beatable. <laughs> Bales claims to be. Well, he to be claims he was England youth. He, I mean, isn't it? He's never going. He was an English youth. He was England youth <laughs> table tennis. Not, he, right. was, he was picked for England, he reckons. Right, okay. Yeah, I, I beat him 11 4. <laughs> um, and then uh, I've also been playing a bit of walking football. Are you familiar with walking football? Uh, yes, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. for people who can't play football anymore, really. Mm. <laughs> um, but good fun. I really enjoyed it. A very friendly crowd. And uh, the, in theory, there's no, no tackling and no running. Mm. I looked at it on. Um, YouTube and the ref does blow up when someone uh, tackles or runs but the, yeah. the crew I was playing with did, that didn't seem to apply really uh, unless it's a bit like that at Charlton actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean there was a couple times when I, I, I ran and nicked the ball off someone's toe and then he did mutter you're not supposed to run you know and mm. so it's sort of um, one rule for one and one rule for another and th- that was the scene of my comedy fall when I was in goal <laughs> oh. and um, I fainted one way then the other and then fatefully the other kicked the ball and did that sort of very slow stagger backwards where you <laughs> is he isn't he will he won't he go down and gradually getting further and further to the ground eventually crunched down on my arras my Fitbit went flying my glasses <laughs> <fat> broken <laughs> I heard someone mutter, is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at, there's no one within 10 yards of me. Was, I couldn't even claim a foul. Um, that was a bit stunning. So, yeah, there are, there are elements of danger to these rather slow sports. But not dignity. No, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it was very, um, very enjoyable, though. I recommend having a go for a crack on that. Mm. And then uh, some, something that Matt, our wonderful producer, mentioned last time was cricket, wasn't it? Actually, Yes, we were talking about cricket, cricket and Matt, Matt said, yeah, he you should go. And, he insisted. Uh, you know, I, I listened to him, so I did. Yeah, we do listen to you, Matt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we <laughs> did, we did as you commanded, and I went to uh, the Oval. Uh, to How was it? It was great fun, yeah, yeah. Uh, Surrey versus Hampshire. Yeah, lovely... Uh, the selection of ales in the long room. It was, you know, an honour to be there. Uh, it was uh, Pompey Dunk's uh, birthday, so oh, yeah. got in for Nout. Uh, yeah, there's a, quite a lot of etiquette, isn't there? You, you've got to, when you go for a pint, you've got to make sure you do it at the right time. You can't, uh, you can't disturb the, the, the bowler's eye line. That's right, um, yeah. Uh, Will, one of the guys with us, was really concerned about uh, getting told off by the umpire because somebody had done earlier in the game and he's more concerned about getting lost on the way to the bar and ending up on the pitch and having to ask the guy at mid-wicket where the bar was (laughs) (laughs) I went to Lord's last week first time and we noticed on the back of our ticket you can can take booze in that's right yes you can take either four bottles of wine (laughs) whoa or four pints four bottles 
or four pints. That's not fair, is it? No, no that's not fair. Yeah, no, but no. It, I mean, it is. As I think you were saying last time, and it, it's active encouragement to bring your own, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Even though they're selling it, it's it's yeah. Well, is it any worse as a game in England? Is it the county game? Is in such a terrible state? <laughs> oh, it's, it's brilliant! All hats off to the cricket world. Well, it's a it's a cracking dessert of sport, isn't it? As we've said before, particularly when it takes place in midweek all yeah. day. You know, it's yeah, four days. Something so, to do. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't very crowded, obviously, but it was lovely like that. There weren't yeah. many people there. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's on the sauce. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, uh, maybe we should move on to our main topic of the episode. Yes. Uh, which is stress. Yes. Uh, what is it? How to cope with it, and uh, other things around it. My view on stress is that essentially it is the feeling you have when you give too much of a shit about something. Yeah, that's why we don't feel it that much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it has its basis in the fight-or-flight responses that the human body has to various triggers that we all have. Mm. But I think it becomes... Uh, I'm a flight man, I don't know you. Yes, me too, yes. Uh, I'll have a, a flight of ale, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can't do much about that. I mean, if you feel fear, you feel fear. But I think yeah. when, it, when it becomes dis- disabling is if it becomes a chronic condition. You know, yes. Because you can't sort of... Um, yeah, it's horrible. ...get rid of it, you know, you... Mm. you, you, you maybe can't sleep at night or something or you have become anxious and of course it can lead to uh, some serious ailments like depression and even mental illness can't it mm. so what we thought would be useful uh, is to because we, we, we are not doxers uh, but we do have some experience of coping with stress yes. we, have some, we have some stratagems and we just thought we'd run through a few of these and um See what we come up with. I mean, the first one that occurs to me is beer. Yeah, it always feels a little bit better after a pint, doesn't yes, it? Yes, things always begin to feel better after a pint. And halfway down the second pint, you've almost forgotten what it was you were worried about. Yeah, pint three, you feel magnificent. Yeah, um, I, I think the first question, if you're suffering from any form of stress, the first question to yourself should probably be, have I had a pint? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if the answer's no, you know what to do. Yeah. I mean, we're not doctors, but this is the sort of stuff the doctor isn't going to ask you. Yeah, or, or tell you. Or tell you. <laughs> the second way uh, we cope with stress is sleep. Now, I don't know about you, Vinny, but I'm a 10 hours a day. <laughs> I mean, if I don't get 10 hours a night, I'm a basket case. <laughs> I, I therefore feel that that possibly aiding my homeostasis and mm. the inner balance of my mind and body. Do you sleep a lot? Uh, not enough, because then I have a small child, so yeah. you know, you're, not, you're not allowed. Well, you may have to resort to what I used to do when I worked, the nap. There's never a time when you can't have a nap. Maybe no, very short. Yeah. You know, I'm good at the power nap, actually, yeah. yeah. Me too, yeah. Treat yourself. A way to do a power nap, even if you don't feel that tired, but you know you need a bit of sleep, is just say, I'm just going to sit here wherever you may be, on the toilet at work, usually. And I'm going to sit here for ten minutes. I'm going to teach myself a lesson. Just sitting here, doing nothing for ten minutes. You keep saying that to yourself, and then... <laughs> you're off, you're gone. <laughs> and, you know, five, ten minutes later, you wake up thoroughly refreshed. And whatever it is you're worrying about, hopefully it will have been sorted out by someone else. <laughs> 
breaking up your daily routine can be a good way to shake up uh, you know, your, your existence, can't yes. it? Yes. Uh, and break out of um, things that perhaps are worrying you that are inadvertent you haven't thought of. Something like uh, you know, maybe uh, getting off a stop early or leaving at a different time. Um, or, you know, I was thinking maybe when the alarm clock glow goes, just stay in bed. Yeah. For an hour. Yeah. Check it out the window. Yeah. <laughs> travel. Uh, I mean, we both like to travel, don't we? Uh, sometimes we you know, go as far as dorking. <laughs> um, but travel, I think, Mark Twain thought it was fatal to bigotry and prejudice, didn't he? But I think it, it also gets you nearer to licensed premises. Bound to, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think it frees the mind. But, you know, even walking, something like that, I find very... Um, well, if you're going somewhere unfamiliar, you've got to pay at least a little bit of attention. Yes, yeah, exactly. In that psychogeographic way, it can, mm. um, it, it's, it's, it's also almost forcing you to think about other things other than your concerns, yeah. issues, isn't it? Mm. Um, we also liked kindness. Yes, that, that, um, that is good for stress. If you perform some act of kindness, you feel good. Research has shown, apparently, that mm-hmm. if you perform acts of kindness on random strangers, even, or, or friends, mm-hmm. um, then you will feel the benefits as well. Yeah. Um, in some unscientific way. Yeah, selfish almost. Yeah. Um, and talking of which, the other sort of kindness is to yourself, isn't it? Be kind to yourself. Give mm. yourself a treat. Yeah. You know, if you feel like egg and chips... Buy yourself a pint. Have egg and chips, yes. Yeah. Yes, or a pint, yes. Um, but yes, even buying someone else a pint. Could, uh, yes, buy someone else a pint. An act of kindness. Delightful. Gaming. Um, again, you know, it's our contention we're here on this earth to mess around and there's nothing really that um, reminds you of that as well as gaming. I would suggest, you know, um, before I left the house today, I was batting a ping-pong ball against the kitchen wall. You know, everyone was out. <laughs> the opportunity presented itself. Mm. Yeah, the dog was too tired to join in. <laughs> so, yeah, I just gave myself ten minutes of a bit of a mess about. Beautiful. Um, sitting by water, I believe, uh, can be very calming. I mean, mm. I, I'm, I do it whenever I can, and I'm calm, so I don't know if it actually calms you down. I mean, there's no way you're just drawn to water. I am drawn to water. I am drawn to water. Yeah. I'm well, a cancer. I, mean, <laughs> um, I think there is some basis in science, isn't there? I mean, I, I know, like, building the lakes at Thamesmead was supposed to... That's right, yeah. Calm have a calming uh, effect. Yeah, and then they drove 27 vehicles into it, didn't they? They did, yeah. yes, yes. Once they dredged the lake, <laughs> they found a lot of other people's cars. Yeah. I mean, my th- personal theory is that the light reflects off the water upwards into your eyes, into the cells of your mind, therefore lightening your mood. Wow. So does that sound plausible? That's deep. Yeah. Ish. Deep water. Um, the other thing we liked was the idea of doing nothing. I mm. think I did write a piece about this for Deserter last week, and we, one, of the, one of the points was, imagine yourself doing nothing and then do it. Mm. I think that sort of resonated with almost two people. Yes, lots of people don't know how to do nothing. No it's a skill, which is fact, why we'd like to see it taught in our schools. Exactly. We we, we would um, ask people to consider setting aside an entire day for doing fuck all. Mm. See how you get on with that. Mm. I think you'll enjoy yourself. 
or if not, you might look forward to whatever, whatever it was that you were worrying about yesterday. Mm. <laughs> Laughing is a nice way to uh, undo stress, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, you know, I think if you find someone who can crack a few jokes, it's good to keep them close. Yeah. And you may even want to consider stealing those jokes and doing a kindness to others. Yeah. Double bubble. Uh one of your favourites was masturbation, wasn't it? You found that. <laughs> <laughs> you, found, you find that very. We're going to be moving on to that later, actually. Well, we always come back to it. <laughs> um, the sun. Yes, we'll talk about masturbation later. Excellent. Something to look forward to. Um, the sun. Getting out in the sun is very good. It's good for the immune system. It's good for your bones, and it's excellent for pub gardens. Yes. Um, and working, we don't like working. Working can be the cause of stress, so we suggest not working. Yeah, jack it in. Jack it all in. Or if you can't do that, just go down to one day a week. Mm. Mind you, that Wednesday won't have come round quickly, I tell you. <laughs> um, the other one I hadn't heard before was trying to speak softly. Oh, right. If you speak softly, mm. it can calm you. Um, so the idea is that you speak softly and let people come to you. I mean, there is that saying, isn't there? A wise man once said, he who speaketh in a mere whisper is one who is worth listening to indeed. At least I think that's what he said. <laughs> the music was a bit loud. Um, and going back to my, uh, my, my fitness drive, mm. I uh, did try some yoga a couple of weeks ago. Um, Good grief! Yeah, I was out. I've heard it all now. I went out with a friend who experienced it. Bales, in fact, <laughs> and he took me to uh, a yoga session, which was an hour and a half long, for starters. Jesus. He said it was a little bit weird. Mm. He, as I say, he'd been to a couple, and he said it was a little bit weird when it started with dancing, freestyle disco dancing right. at nine thirty a.m. Is he sure this was yoga? Yeah. No, he said it was a little bit weird. Oh. <laughs> he said it was a little bit weird for yoga. Okay. Um, a little bit mad. Mm. Um, although I enjoyed the dancing. Mm. For the first minute, I was self-conscious. By minute three, I was sort of, oh, this is actually quite good. Got your shirt Just before off. it ended, it, yeah, I was... <clears throat> <laughs> tops in the air, waving them around. Yeah, it was good. And there was a, then there was a little bit of chanting. Oh. Yeah. He said it was a very odd session. But I did quite like it. The only problem for me with the yoga was that she kept saying, now return to your easy position. Mm. It turns out I don't have an easy position. <laughs> None of the positions that they consider easy are easy for me. I can't sit down on the ground for any longer than 30 seconds right. without feeling pain. Yeah. So You, you need know, the, an armchair, don't you? That's well, Bales did some of it in the chair, but he, he'd had a knee operation, so he had an excuse. So uh, yeah, she she saw my pain and um, got me out of the lotus position or whatever it is into I was sort of built up on cushions. <laughs> so I was kneeling on cushions. It was still agony. And I actually looked forward to the yoga positions mm. to get a bit of rest. Lovely. You know. So she, she keeps saying, "Now return to your easy position." I can see everyone going, "Oh, like, this is really really killing me." Although apparently it only takes a couple of goes and then you can relax into it a bit more. Not going to happen. Uh, and then uh, the other day I was at the Southey branding, Southey Brewing oh, branding yeah. launch at the uh, London Beer Dispensary. Yeah. And um, I got talking to a girl, I noticed she had a uh, yoga mat with her. And I said... Oh, nice, you've got something in common you can chat about. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, I did some yoga the other day. She said, oh, did you? Well, you should join my friend's um, session just around the corner. 
um, I'll introduce you to her. So I had a very quick chat with Kat, and um, she gave me her card. And they they do yoga in Crofton Park, round the corner from the London Beer Dispensary, and then all go for a pint. So Beautiful. Like things were really looking up here. Yeah. So um, I got home, and I, I mentioned it to the missus. She said, oh, what's it called? I might have heard of it. And I handed her the card. I hadn't looked at the card. Handed the card. It's called Wild Love Yoga. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, very exciting. So I'd definitely be looking in on that. They've got a Facebook page. I think if you search for Wild Love, Love Yoga, you'll find it. Okay. And so it's yeah, yoga in Crofton Park, followed by pints in the LBD. It might happen again. Yeah. It might happen again. Yeah. It might go for it. Followed by Wild Love. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Finally, the other thing I didn't put in the article, which I thought is kind of relaxing, is being around very stressed people. It may sound counterintuitive. But I know what you mean. I mean... If you're in a room full of people who are freaking out, you're inclined to think, oh, just shut up. What's the matter with you? And then if you, you might start listening to your own advice almost inadvertently. Mm. And, uh, and one, of, one of the places that you can experience this, I've found, is um, outside a, a you know, railway station uh, in a pub, mm. sitting outside a pub, watching people come home from work. Yeah, I find that, that very relaxing. Yes, are you thinking of the commercial? The commercial in Hernhill is one of my favourites. That's favorites. a cracker because yeah. you're sitting outside on the pavement, aren't you? Yeah, you've been there a couple of hours. Yeah, and and then people start coming back from work. They look all very frazzled. They do, and you think, well, um, you know, I'm so relaxed, or rather, my life's not so bad. Yeah, because what they have got on you, these people, is that they've probably pocketed 150 quid. That's true, and, you, and your skin. We've spent yes. <laughs> Half that. Probably, um, yeah, a five pound a pint as it nearly is in the commercial. Yeah. It soon adds up. Um, but nevertheless, it can be useful, perhaps not if you can't afford to make a habit of it. Mm, indeed. Now, when you, you, you um, had an experience with stress at work, didn't you, at an early age? I did, yes. Uh, quite a long time ago, when I had a uh, real job, which uh, may surprise people that I ever did, uh, and by, by uh, real job, I mean like a job I've hated. <laughs> yes, it was all getting a bit much. So there's was too many hours. There's too much work, and uh, so I rang up one day and said, uh, "Look, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm losing my shit." And uh, they, she said, um, "Okay, well, you know, uh, tell you what, why don't you have a little break, and uh, yeah. we'll see you tomorrow." So I went. Uh, I went to the doctor and I said, yeah. "Doc, I can't go in." And he said, all right, then have a month off and some pills. Oh. And, uh, and then he gave me another month off. And so was this, just to be clear, was this stress or the other one, laziness? <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to tell, isn't it? You know, I mean, yeah. there's, it's a, it's a thin, there's a thin line yes. between the two. But I did get six months off. Six months off. Uh, and um, I found Sorry. that Prozac went very well with weed. <laughs> and the next thing I knew... <laughs> Next thing I knew, I was a media twat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, changed my life, anyway. Yes, you were basically, uh, I think you said once, stuck in the wrong life. I was in the wrong life, yes. That's what it felt like. Um, Not the wrong body. No, that felt good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the wrong life, yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, perhaps the project helped, you know, helps build a little confidence so I was mm-hmm. ringing up editors saying oh. have I got have I got a, an article for you and yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah they were like Christ this, <laughs> it was this cocky not. twat and <laughs> she's not me at all but um, anyway yeah I, it just uh, it meant a complete change in course of my life uh, and 
it, you know, perhaps stress helped that because it, it made, made me get off my ass and do yeah, something else. Indeed, indeed. Right, to the news, 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 news. We'll start with a quick roundup of pub and beer news. Did you see that Samuel Smith's, the oddball pub chain, I think I can say that without danger of being sued. I think so. Um, have banned fucking swearing from their fucking pubs. <laughs> I did see that, yeah, yeah. I don't know how that's going to work at the cock on um, Great Portland Street. That's one of theirs. Yes. Not Where are you? be able to mention cock. the name of their own pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Samuel Smith's, the uh, Yorkshire... Brewery and pub chain from Tadcast has introduced a no swearing in all their boozers. Yep, they're going to refuse to serve people who, who swear. say bollocks. Or, or even uh, clear the entire pub out, as happened Yeah, once. that has happened, yeah. 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 Allegedly, because the owner, uh, Humphrey Smith, was in there and cleared everyone out. Oh, it was, yeah, it was allegedly him himself. Yes. Yeah, he... Um, I mean, he sounds a bit like a bit of a crank, you know. He does sound a bit odd, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but um, do if, if he wants, we'll we'll get him on the show and have a chat with him. Sure, he's eighty four, <laughs> I think. But that, that Is sounds he? good. Um, my my bigger issue with Samuel Smith's pubs is a little sort of earthier. Is that I can't find anything to drink in them. No, I all of the draft booze is shite, but well, it's cheap. Oh God, it's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. I mean, it's very. There's very odd price points, isn't it? It's like two pound thirty-eight for a pint, and yeah. Do they still have the organic bottled lager? Yes, they do. Um, yeah, is that I your think favourite? some of the bottled yeah. stuff is all right. Yeah, the, like the Imperial Stout, is it? Yeah. Is, is, is good as well. We used to have one where I, near where I worked, um, and where they sold the Iingabroy. Do you remember the Iingabroy? Yeah, famous, the man in a box. The man in a box. Man in a box. Yeah. That was uh, later renamed Alpine Lager and put down to 2.8%. I think they're they're focusing on the wrong things, you know? I know, it's bizarre, isn't it? I mean, 2.8%, I think the pilots are allowed to drink that in the cockpit, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Surgeons are. You know, the the, the little uh, mini bar they have in the cockpit. Oh, right. Yeah, nothing over 4%, apparently. But they have 20 pubs in central London, including... uh, the Angel at Rotherhive, which we stop at frequently yeah. because it's on a nice walk. Well, all yeah. their pubs are beautiful pubs. They it's are very nice looking, you've got to say. They're all very disappointing when they come out the tap. The Captain Kid that I went to recently, obviously that's in Wapping, uh, across the water. Have you been to the Anchor Tap in um, Tower Bridge? Mm, don't think I have, Don't actually, think I no. have either. Uh, but that came up on Wikipedia as a Samuel Smith pubs, mm. pub, uh, as well as the Royal George in Deptford... And the Annerley Arms in Annerley. Mm. <laughs> um, so yes, you can go and experience these curiosities in the, the, any of those places in South London, according to Wikipedia, because I haven't been to that Anchor yeah, Tap or the Royal George or the Annerley Arms. No, I don't know. The Royal George is still. It looked like it last Did night. It looked like yeah, it was oh, still right. open. Oh right, okay. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> but of course, accuracy isn't. Uh, we're not known for accuracy on dessert, are we? No, no, no. He did close a pub for for um, the landlord overfilling pint glasses. That's right. Yes, I saw that as well. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, sent him a bill for, for uh, ten grand for mm. twelve years of uh, overfilling yeah. the pint glasses. Yeah. Once again, the word oddball springs mm. to mind, doesn't yeah. it? Yes. 
Pushing on then, um, we also noticed on, via Twitter that Weatherspoon have a dress code. Did you see this? Mark Wilding posted. I didn't just, see that. No. Just discovered the Weatherspoon's dress code, and now I can't stop laughing. This is at, at Mark Wilding is his handle. Um, and he quoted it, Customers are requested to remain fully clothed throughout their visit, including wearing shoes. <laughs> Which I thought was very nice. I mean, I have seen people with their shoes kicked off in the spoons. Um, but what struck me about it was that customers are only requested to remain fully clothed. And it's clearly still optional. Yeah, yeah. Swearing's banned, but clothes, you know. No, this is the uh, Weatherspoon. Oh, you, cool, you sorry. You really like sorry. Weatherspoon. But that's true, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, which leads on to an update on the Ramsgate spoons. You may remember from last time, or perhaps the time before. Uh, last time, yeah, about the pavilion. On, the on Royal the Pavilion is going to be turned into a spoon. Now, Thanet Online and Kent Gazette are trying to outdo each other with hyperbole. Mm. You may remember it was going to be the biggest spoons in England. And, yes. Uh, now it's the biggest spoons in the world wow. was the Kent Gazette. Well, you'd be probably, able to see it from space. Probably because there aren't any other spoons outside of England. <laughs> I guess uh, so, yeah. And then um, the uh, online, I found it online responded with the, it's now going to be the biggest pub in the UK mm. to which the Kent Gazette have now upped it to the biggest pub in the world about <laughs> 250 square metres. It's the biggest wow. pub in the world. I mean, it is going to be bloody big. It's right on the beach, which of course may necessitate the removing of shoes. And I was down there last week, and although I wouldn't say the pace of work is frenetic, mm. it is looking very beautiful. The uh, roof looks great, and uh, hopefully on course for opening at the end of August, mm. the 29th. They, wow. There was something in the local paper about them hiring staff. 150 staff are going to be hired. Jesus, I mean, it's like a <laughs> warehouse. It's going to be incredible. See you in Ramsgate on the 29th. In fact, I'm thinking of booking the entire bank holiday weekend off for trial week. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it will be something to experience, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, not, not that being huge means... Uh, You're good. It's very, no, Absolutely it's not. far from it. I no, mean, it whenever looks... we go to a new town, we always look for the smallest pub. Yes, it generally is the case that the small pubs are the better ones. But, you know, we'll, we may get over that at £2 a pint. Yeah. Um, you had a couple of ones that were opening... Oh, yes, yes. Um, I noticed uh, the Bussy Beer Garden mm. has, has uh, opened up on uh, the roof garden of uh, the roof of uh, the Bussy Building. Nice old centre of Franks when that gets mobbed. Yeah, absolutely. And also, it, I think it's run by the London Beer Factory, so you know, the mm. beer will be amazing. Mm. Uh, and also, Mother Kelly's have opened a branch on Albert Embankment. It's a, a very notable taproom in. Uh, Bethnal Green coming to Vauxhall. Oh, brilliant. In, in more general news, then, I noticed uh, that coffee has now been elevated to the list of those things that were previously bad for you, that is now good for you. Excellent. There's a massive US study run by the Coffee Marketing Board. <laughs> <laughs> I see. No, it, was, uh, it was an independent study that said that not just one cup, but several, multiple cups, the more the better, oh, uh, will actually massively reduce your chance of stroke and heart disease in particular, but uh, you know, improve your overall health. My, my doctor's only just told me to 
cut, cut down. down and cut yeah, yeah. yeah. When are they going to get not, it all agreed? With the latest studies. Maybe he's he? not. Maybe he's not. So we can add now add coffee to that list of things that were bad for you that are now good for you, along with red wine, beer, and heroin, was it? Tobacco. Tobacco. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> it, yeah. um, yes. Well, we are going to live forever because uh, now... I've heard that wanking is good for you. Oh, hold um, my pint. <laughs> is that bad experience? <laughs> um, I mean, sex is good for you, obviously. I mean, but they, they, they say for men, 21 orgasms a month mm. um, can help protect you from prostate cancer. That's right, yeah. So it's not necessarily wanking, not it's ejaculating. It's ejaculating, yeah. yes, yes. But Wanking, the, ejaculating, ejaculating, wanking. Sorry, I'm just enjoying <laughs> saying those words. Are we, are we going to put the explicit tag on iTunes this week? <laughs> yes, we are. Oh, yes, 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 we are, man. Sorry about that. that. Sorry about that, Matt. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. yes, I noticed um, General Lucifer, I think it was, uh, said on Twitter, well, I'll have to cut down then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least I think it was General Lucifer. Um, mm. If it wasn't you, Lucy, uh, uh, let me apologise to you and your lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> One on a more serious note: um, the Peckham coal line. You know this, the, yes. the, the proposed linear park between yes. Peckham and Queens Modern Road. Modern on the High Line in New York. Yeah, um, has become under threat from uh, some developers who want to develop uh, a portion of it that was earmarked for that uh, linear park. I mean, we, we were disappointed to hear that because we liked it, didn't we? We liked the idea of it, primarily, I think, because it was a really neat way of getting from Brick Brewery to the Queen's Road Beer Rebellion. That's right. You called it the beer line, didn't you? The Which, beer line. And they yeah. liked that too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so I hope, I hope they win the day and uh, the coal line goes ahead. Yeah, unfortunately, by the time this comes out, it'll be too late to register your disapproval, but you can look up the latest news on it on peckhamcoalline.org. And you can just tut along with this podcast, if you like. Yeah. Harumph a bit. Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, Mike Ashley, did you see him in the news recently? I saw something about him, yeah. I I won't go into the court case because uh, it's obviously... um, Too boring. Yes, and uh, and, um, probably illegal. Ah. Uh, But... um, He's he's has been called the elusive billionaire. We don't know an awful lot about him. He, he protects right. his privacy. Um, he doesn't do interviews. Oh. You know, we, he's he's obviously a canny businessman, um, mm, mm. and uh, probably spends his time uh, dealing with weighty matters. Yeah. Uh, so it was a surprise to hear some of the quotes uh, in court, uh, and he said, "I like to get drunk. I'm a power drinker." I was drinking to get pissed and have a good night out. I, I think he's a lager drinker, isn't he? He must be. He sounds brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, this, uh, in this court case, he was drinking at the Horse and Groom, which is a Sam Smith's pub on Great Portland Street. So it is. The tight git. <laughs> Reckons he had four or five pints in the first hour. That's, yeah. how, he, you know, that's how he rolls. You're right, yeah. And uh, allegedly would challenge subordinates to extreme drinking competitions that once ended with the 52-year-old billionaire vomiting into a fireplace. (laughs) And that's pretty much all we know about this captain. He's getting better and better, isn't he? (laughs) Fascinating, yeah. Maybe um, invite him on the show. Absolutely, yeah, with uh, Humphrey Smith. Yeah. Great. Nice double. Yeah, that's going to be a right good afternoon Mm. now, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) 
Shall we move on to social media? Why the hell not? Yeah, first up on social media, well, there's a hashtag dating is hard. Ah, oh, this is Tom's. This is Tom's. Yeah. I mean, it's also lots of people's. Right. You know, right. it's it's massive, isn't it? Um, mostly people moaning about why they're... Yes, dating is hard. But it, it is hard. Tom's idea was to actually perhaps start a Twitter account. Um, yes. Dating is hard or something similar. Yes, I wish he had. He, using some submissions and some of the experiences he's had from his own dating trials. Which have been colourful. Yeah. Now, this is uh, our friend at Yes Tom. We encourage him to start this uh, Get on with it, Twitter handle based on the following. Uh, well, um, there was one experience. I'm, I'm going to call this... Uh, this, uh, this excerpt is, uh, could be quite explicit, um, so I'm going to tone it down a little bit and use some slightly watered-down phrases. Right, yeah. Um, a girl who I, whose name I don't know, I'm going to call her... You'll probably, I'll probably never hear from you again, but... She said, all I'm looking for is someone to give me, and I'm going to call it a robust seeing to, mm. while my sissy boyfriend is bound and gagged and forced to watch and listen <laughs> to me page. loving it. <laughs> Turns page. <laughs> Bonus points if you let me force him to mouth pleasure you, shall I call it? <laughs> What did she say after that? It was really polite. I appreciate this probably isn't your cup of tea, but it's fun to ask, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So Tom posted this with the, the hashtag, <laughs> dating is hard. <laughs> and got a very good response, I think. And it was followed up by some other things he'd found on responses on his Twitter profile. One I liked was a girl whose um, entire profile was, I'm a very YOLO person, lol. I mean, <laughs> it's not a lot to go on there, is there? Sounds like Alex. And um, another girl who stated, I dislike weed, beer, video games and football. <laughs> Dating, Dating is hard. Yeah. Um, so Tom decided to come clean, didn't he, on his Tinder profile. And he wrote simply, six foot, love walks to the pub and writing radical economic policy on your tits. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was a good idea, you know, you're sort of coming clean, aren't you? And uh, he did get some responses to that. Uh, one of them was, why? <laughs> to which he responded, well, I'm just very interested in universal basic income and tits. Uh, to which she responded, ha ha, I don't think this is going to work. You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous, <laughs> that's right, yeah. Um, so, Tom, please get on with that um, Twitter account that's going to be uh, fabulous to follow yeah I mean it is it's hard to find in inverted commas the one I mean it's even yeah. harder to find the two absolutely yeah yeah. I mean you know you're in trouble when somebody says get the third person in yeah there. especially really... before a first date <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're really like, in a minority it's a bit like when someone says to you how would you feel about working under a director of football? Yes. <laughs> Doesn't want your job, but he just wants to give you the benefit of Yeah, it'll experience. be a health. Yeah. Um, and also be wearing stockings. <laughs> <laughs> now then, uh, Vinny, Amber, Tyler or Olivia? What? Um, Are you an Amber, Tyler or Olivia man? Or maybe you're more Muggy Mike? <laughs> Um, is, this, is there subtitles with this uh, <laughs> this bit? Uh, I, mean, I take it you've not been following Love Island? I've not been following Love Island. No, it's not, not no. big in your household? It's not big no. in my household at all, um, uh, or present. It's, uh, it, well, you know, you, know, you know about it, do you know what the theory I, I, is? It's, 
I, I, from the title, I've got a general yeah, idea, exactly. I suppose. <laughs> it sounds very similar to a TV format that Spider and I came up with about ten years ago called Girl Island. Yes. Which was uh, it's very similar, except that it was just boys on an island with loads and loads of girls. I'm not sure now, looking back on it, whether it was just a daydream or mm. an actual TV <laughs> TV yeah. format. Um, how is that different from Love Island? Uh, Love Island, a girl, girl, Love Island is boys are equal numbers of boys and girls pairing off. Ours right. was one single boy. Ah, okay. And, um, you thirty probably. girls. <laughs> could, it could have been me. Could have been you. Certainly would have needed to. Have I been think some we've all had that testing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, at LFC Maestro David on Twitter came up with uh, an alternative to Love Island: Gove Island. <laughs> in which, in which Michael Gove is left to starve to death on a deserted island to the cheers of millions of viewers. <laughs> I think that's something we could all oh, we could all go for. Yeah, yeah, I would watch live streaming of that. Yeah, <laughs> for hours. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. And um, one of our friends I noticed on social media is leaving Facebook. Oh, he's made an announcement. I am. Deleting my Facebook account shortly. Our friend Floyd. Oh, and where, where did he make this announcement? On Facebook. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what was his uh, reasoning for uh, for quitting? Well, he, he says it's becoming too creepy being followed around by the uh, Zuckerberg spying eye. Oh, I see. Um, but he, he still, although he has announced it to Zuckerberg, I suppose. Yeah, I mean uh, now Zuckerberg could. But he said there on Instagram. He could, yeah. Well, he said you know you can follow me on 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 Twitter and uh, Instagram and uh, WhatsApp and so forth. I mean, perhaps we could help by reading out his name, address, and phone number. Yeah. So he's, he's from. Yeah, it's uh, he lives in Hernhill. Hill. Well, yeah. I've got it on the phone here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh seven nine five eight one eight two. Heather's uh, Heather's. Yeah. She's she's giving it the giving no, it the no. We can't say that. It's, it's this also, this country's also, gone mad. It's also got the most likes of anything on his page. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably be leaving it again next week. Um, one, one thing, perhaps, before we wrap up is uh, I'm not sure I've even told you this, but we've got some, we have actually had, we had some real legitimate interest in having a sponsor on the show from Harry's Razors. Wow, that's who amazing. They seem to be ubiquitous everywhere, don't they? Yeah. They were asking us what our spot price is, uh, how right. many downloads we have, and other various questions. Okay. Uh, What's a spot price? How much we charge them. Ah, okay. So I'm thinking, how much, we, how much do you want, Matt? A tonne? Yeah. Okay, well, so 100 quid spot price. How many downloads have we had on iTunes? We don't know because we can't get the data. We don't actually know, but we'll say 400,000 if they ask. Yeah. <laughs> and um, is, it a, is it a read or a pre roll? What's we, that mean, Matt? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Do we want a read or a pre roll? Can you read? No. Right. <laughs> we better have a pre roll then. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we might... Have, um, has, have they seen us or heard us? Well, that, that is an issue, isn't it? Because, because at the moment we are None of very us have shaved since yeah. Yeah. probably in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> Although, downstairs? Are you, oh, did you get my drift? As a baby. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this so is maybe for could, £200, we could just tell how smooth we'll, our balls are. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do this show naked from the waist down. <laughs> 
That is what I'll send that email back to them. I said, yeah. we are bearded, but we're willing to uh, remove the hair from the rest of our bodies <laughs> with, using Harry. What time can he get here? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's about it for this show. <laughs> Uh, it's time for us to go and celebrate this, our 10th episode, in the only way we know how. Two solid hours of... Mi- oh, <laughs> two solid hours of dining. I was going to say fine dining, but on our budget, that's never going to happen. No. Two solid hours of mediocre dining. <laughs> that's more like it. Thanks to the Sheep in Borough for hosting us once again, and thanks to producer extraordinaire, our very own Brian Eno, Matt Paul, for bossing the session. <laughs> uh, Heather, would you like to come and read the URL for us oh, and Facebook stuff? That's a good idea. Heather. She's gone very shy. If you don't say it, how will people find us on Twitter, Heather? Yes, Heather. Well, that's not very nice, Heather. <laughs> She's gone. She's gone. Well, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. Maybe Matt can say it. Would you mind, Matt? I mean, they're only holding our table till two. <sighs> Jesus. Cheers, Matt. Thanks, dude. So, so, you can find the Deserter website at deserter.co.uk. How, how did I end up doing this? <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, and the other one. Instagram is at Deserter Blog. And why not sign up for the weekly newsletter on the Deserter Twitter and Facebook pages? Barman! <laughs>